Welcome to Fruit from the Vine, a Pierce Chapel podcast. My name is Jerry Aiken, and today I'll be leading you through a prayerful, reflective reading from James chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. Before we begin, go ahead and take a moment to pause and enter into a state of prayer. Give yourself permission to let go of distracting or unwanted thoughts. Everything else can wait for these next few moments. Focus for a moment on your breath. Know that God is nearer to you than your very breath. As you sit with this marvelous mystery, let us read from James chapter 2 together. My brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ must not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, Here's a good seat for you. But say to the poor man, You stand there, or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters. Has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him to whom you belong? If you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. Upon this initial hearing of the word, was there anything that stuck out to you? Maybe something that challenged you? maybe even made you feel uncomfortable. Go ahead and open that up as a question or a concern before God and see if he has anything to speak back to you about it. This passage confronts an issue that really should be a no-brainer for us. 
We shouldn't hold rich people in such high esteem while neglecting to care for or give attention to the poor. Maybe we don't do it in very noticeable, obvious ways. But is there someone who maybe holds power, a position of prominence, that you sometimes cater to, make allowances for? Maybe there's some benefit to you in being on their good side. Let's read this passage again, but this time we'll look in a different translation. This is James 2, 1 through 9, in the New Living Translation. See if there are any words or new phrases that stand out upon this second reading. My dear brothers and sisters, how can you claim to have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ if you favor some people over others? For example, suppose someone comes into your meeting dressed in fancy clothes and expensive jewelry, and another comes in who is poor and dressed in dirty clothes. If you give special attention and a good seat to the rich person, but you say to the poor one, you can stand over there or else sit on the floor. Well, doesn't this discrimination show that your judgments are guided by evil motives? Listen to me, dear brothers and sisters. Hasn't God chosen the poor in this world to be rich in faith? Aren't they the ones who will inherit the kingdom He promised to those who love Him? But you dishonor the poor. Isn't it the rich who oppress you and drag you into court? Aren't they the ones who slander Jesus Christ, whose noble name you bear? Yes, indeed, it is good when you obey the royal law as found in the scriptures. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you favor some people over others, you are committing a sin. You are guilty of breaking the law. Most of us like to believe that we don't show favoritism, but I've seen it happen, even in small ways, even in the church. For example, a new family may come in to visit. They look well-kept, upper to middle class, some children who can get involved in children's ministry, the husband and wife look happy together, Maybe we could even plug them onto a committee. And you see people flock to them and welcome them. Someone else may come in, 
no children, not looking very well, and maybe we don't know how to respond to them. Maybe we're not quite as invitational. Is this not favoritism as well? Think back about a time where maybe someone came into your presence, maybe even into the church, and you could have been more welcoming. If you consider this and maybe you are remembering something, maybe you do feel convicted, go ahead and ask God for an opportunity to make that right. The temptation to show favoritism goes beyond just rich and poor. Sometimes we gravitate towards people who are most like us. Maybe they look like us. Maybe they're the same age. Maybe they're sort of in the same social class. And so we extend hospitality more easily, more readily to them. But this passage tells us that the royal rule of Scripture is to love our neighbor as ourself. And when Jesus was asked, Who is my neighbor? He told the story of the Good Samaritan. Our neighbor is not the person who looks like us, the person who looks like the best version of us, or the person who looks like what we aspire to be. Our neighbor is anyone God has brought into our orbit, into our lives. Anyone God has given us the opportunity to reach out to and show his love to. Let us spend a moment praying and asking God for the ability to show his love to all people, to extend hospitality to everyone just as surely as he has extended it to us. We give glory, honor, and praise to God for his holy word. May his word continue to dwell in you richly, and may you continue to be fed by this fruit from the vine. Amen.